Hello everyone and welcome back to Be The Change. So as promised, this episode is going to be where I'm going to begin explaining some of the visions that I had recently. Well, it was about, it was a little over two years ago at this point, but I've been having visions since I was in first or second grade. They stopped for a really, really long time and then they started up again about three years ago. So I'm going to focus on the more recent visions because they are what prompted this podcast and really they're the only ones that are relevant at this point so that you can understand where this came from and why it came about. Like I said, I relatively recently started having visions again and this time around they came more frequently than they had ever come. Some stood on their own while others came in series, which I only figured out with time. And since these were spread apart, they overlapped other visions that I was having, which was sometimes a lot to manage, but I understood that there was just so much that I needed to learn, um, so much that I needed to see and understand through the visions and from some of the serious obstacles that I was having or experiencing in my life. Now, as what I believe to be a direct result of the combination of these things is how and when I changed. And once everything concluded, all the information was received and all of the lessons learned, the vision stopped and I haven't had one again since. Now, I'll start with the ones that occurred in series. Um, each episode is going to be dedicated to a different vision or series of visions uh, before I get into anything else. So the first vision was actually a set of many visions. Um, the first few were very confusing and it was longer than any of the other visions that I experienced, which is um, probably why they were split up. Anyways, these particular visions, unlike all of the others, were the most physically taxing on my body. And when I would come out of these visions, those would be my most difficult days health-wise. So those would be the days where I'd probably have to spend in bed recovering. In this particular set, the way they began is that I was in pitch black darkness and I found myself holding on to someone that I couldn't see. But I felt at peace, like I didn't have to be afraid. And we were moving slowly on something that felt like we were, that felt like we were floating on water, like moving over water. And I couldn't tell where I was or who I was with. There was no hint of light as we moved through the darkness slowly and deliberately. Now, the figure in front of me was moving in like a rhythmic motion, his torso slightly twisting from left to right and his arms were smoothly swaying along in the same motion so I figured that he was paddling which made sense considering how it felt to move over whatever it is that we were moving over. Now as we slowly glided forward I noticed something off the corner of my eye to my right and it was a reflection. It was a really dim light whose origin I couldn't determine but I could tell for sure that it wasn't natural light. Like it didn't have the same tone as the sun. I don't know how to explain it. And anyways, it was being reflected off of something in the distance that I still couldn't focus on. Now, as we moved towards it, I was relieved to see that we were moving in the direction of the light. And I started to look around. And even though it was still too dark to see very much, um, when I looked down, I saw that I was right and that we were on what I thought had to be water. I mean, I couldn't see what it was. It was just the way that the light reflected off the top of the ripples that we created as we glided above it that gave me that impression. And the strip of water that we were moving on was also pretty narrow. Based on the width of the area that I could see glimmering in the light, I'd say that it was about three to four feet wide. 
What we were standing on wasn't very visible either, but I could tell where its edges were because it's where I could no longer see the light that reflected off of the water. It was relatively narrow as well, the thing we were standing on, and it was actually pretty steady considering its dimensions or, or what I could see of them. And in any case, I started looking around in attempt to gather even more information about where I was. And now the closer we got to the source of the light, the more I could naturally see. And although it was still very, very dark, um, sparsely scattered around us, I could see a hint of a reflection bouncing off of several spots on the wall. Remember that thing I told you I could see from far, but I couldn't focus on? Well, now we had gotten close enough where I could actually see it much more clearly. And I noticed that they were small rectangles with rounded worn edges. And I quickly noted that they were bricks or that they looked like bricks at least. And I realized then that there were walls to our right and to our left. And I strained to trace the dim reflections upwards towards a curve that disappeared into the darkness above us. I realized that we had to have been in a tunnel, but more similar to one that you'd expect to find in some kind of like a sewer. So far, whoever was guiding me didn't speak a word, but I can see that it was a male. The same one I've always seen. So I've always assumed and referred to him as my guardian, my guide. It's what I've always known him to be. Anyways, I held on to him while I continued to look around and I started seeing dark silhouettes along the wall, like ragged boulders strewn about as if with no particular intent or pattern. And then I could have sworn that I saw one of them move and I strained to focus to see more detail. I saw slight movement again and I realized that these were not inanimate objects, these things were people. My last thought was, where the heck are we? And the first vision ended right then and there. And I couldn't stop thinking about that, mainly because there's always a purpose or meaning behind my visions, but this one, I couldn't even begin to fathom. I really struggled to figure out why this was being shown to me. Now, there was a bunch of other visions, and several weeks later, there was another one. Um, we were in the same tunnel system, gliding along what I had already presumed was water, and I still couldn't see much, but there was much more light than there had previously been. The same dim flood of artificial light reflected off of some of the tunnel wall surfaces. This part of the tunnel, though, was not much more narrow than the one that we had previously been on, but the walls were much closer to us than before, and the ledge that protruded out from the base of the walls was also a lot more narrow. Now, as we moved through the tunnel system, I was really eager to be able to take a better look at the figures who I had previously confused for boulders, and I wondered if if I could be right, if those really had been people. And if they had been people, then what on earth were they doing here? And that brought up another interesting thought. If we were on earth, why were they here? And as we approached it, I saw that there were several more nearby, like they were huddled. The groups of people as we passed were in clusters and they were human beings. And I don't know if they could see us or feel our presence as we moved by, but as we passed and glided along, I could see some of them every once in a while walking um, along the narrow ledge that ran alongside the walls next to us. There wasn't anyone speaking to each other, uh, so I don't know what languages they spoke, or if any at all, and most of the figures were huddled together or crouched, like maybe sitting. I couldn't tell because of what they were wearing. It made it hard to determine that and the lack of light, um, and I couldn't see the details, um, but I could tell that what they were wearing was ragged. Now, as we slowly progressed, we passed gaping holes along the wall, 
which must have led to other parts of the tunnel. And I could see that up ahead, there was one of those openings that was filled with artificial light that we had seen a glimpse of throughout the tunnel system that we were in. And the light, while not very bright, poured out of the opening onto the surrounding walls, ceilings, and ground. And that's when I was positive that this had to be a sewer. The closer we arrived to the origin of the light, the more people that were gathered there. Now, now that there was more light, I could see their clothes, their faces. Everything was dirty and dingy. The clothes were worn, torn, really old. Their hair was either covered with a dirty cloth or messy and unkempt. Their faces were filthy. Their eyes were sunken in. Their cheekbones pronounced. They were emaciated. They all looked derelict. There was no way these people had ever even showered. And who knows how often they ate. And we finally arrived at the opening from which the light had poured out. And here I was signaled to step off of the thing that we had been traveling on all this time. And I looked down curious to see what it had been. And I realized that it was something made of wood with jagged unfinished edges. I looked up and walked past several other people until I arrived in a large area that was filled with dim light. And I remember that I was so curious and I looked around the room. There were a bunch of small fires that were lit throughout the room. And from what I could tell, this was the only source of light. And there were so many people in this room, but it was so weird because despite the number of people, nobody was talking. I mean, I would like to say that it was eerily silent because it kind of was, but then again, in the background, there were still the sounds of the people moving around, like the shuffling of the feet or, you know, people shifting and the movement and the crackling of the fires. It was just weird, the, the silence, the lack of communication. And I also noticed that nobody was smiling. It was as if they were in an emotionless state out of it or in some weird daze. I wondered how many more there could be. And I carefully made my way through the room studying the walls, the people, the clothes, and the vision ended. And I had a few more visions of these same types of areas and we were able to explore different parts that I hadn't seen previously. Every time being a completely different section, never the same exact vision twice. And finally, um, the last couple of visions came, but these visions were different. Now we were out in the ocean. In these, my guide took me on the same floating flat surface to show me the ocean. I remember taking in the beauty of the water that surrounded us. I saw the sunset and mountains and grass. We were no longer in the dark sewers that we had spent so much time in. In another vision, I saw animals and beautiful hills and unruly grass that grew out of the ground. I was being shown life. And as we moved away from the little green island, surrounded only by that water, I remember only seeing the infinite looking ocean and the horizon. And I understood now that wherever it is that we were steadily heading, that there was still hope for mankind. Because that's really what all of these visions were about. That even though humanity has been heading in this negative direction, that it doesn't mean that we can't change, that there's not time to change. And even though we don't have all the time in the world anymore, I think that what it made me realize was that there's always a choice. And I just hope that humanity makes the right one. That's the end of these sets of visions. So again, 
I'm really trying to get this out there. I'm doing my best to share this with everyone. Don't forget to like it. Don't forget to rate it. And don't forget to share it. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time on Be the Change for another one of the visions.